Hey, this is Oren Ross back again with the uh, what is now going to be called for at least another week, the Libertarian Lawyer with Oren Ross. And it is uh, Inauguration Eve and uh, things are kind of weird. <laughs> and, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of people think that uh, uh, Trump has some massive plan to overthrow everything before Joe Biden is sworn in tomorrow. And uh, Maybe he does, but it really doesn't seem like it. It seems like he has kind of stumbled his way to this point. And they didn't really plan any of this out because, I mean, really, who is going to try to overthrow the government without any guns? Why, why would they take no guns there? These, these are all like people who have guns. Wouldn't they take guns if they were just planning to overthrow everything? But... Uh, I, I don't think that's the case. I think uh, they're going to have a uh, very stupid inauguration with no one in attendance. And they've put up 200,000 flags to represent the people who aren't there. And that seems a little stupid because couldn't they just pass out Black Lives Matter shirts and say it's a protest and also they're there to support Joe Biden? Like, couldn't they do that? And then you know, COVID doesn't exist if you're protesting supposed racism in policing. But, uh, you know, it, they're just going to keep doing this shit. Um, and, uh, you know, there's 25,000 National Guard in the uh, Washington, D.C., I, I guess actually in the city, not just the area, but in the city, with full kit, meaning they have rifles, they have magazines, because usually they don't. They're, they're usually just there with like just to, you know, as a show of force, they're usually not there with rifles and bullets and uh, the ability to shoot you if they determine they need to. Uh, but now they have that. And uh, seems a little ridiculous. Um, and apparently the, the Democrats are under the impression that uh, Donald Trump has maybe put some of these people there to try to go along with the insurrection or, or maybe start the insurrection. So now the Democrats have decided that they're going to inspect uh, and interrogate all 25,000 guys, guys and, and, and women, I guess. And, uh, and, you know, I think a report came out today that said that they didn't find that there were any of those people there. Okay. Well, yeah, because number one, how would you know? And, and number two, they're not going to admit it, but, we're at the point now where uh, it looks like Joe Biden is going to be sworn in tomorrow, which is really great. I think it's uh, I think it's really great that we have a man with, uh, you know, dementia uh, who is going to be the president. And, uh, you know, I understand that um, people don't like Trump. Some people don't like Trump, you know, he's bombastic. He's a, you know, crazy playboy billionaire type who, you know, seems really self-centered. And now everyone has apparently decided to vote in someone who is not a billionaire, someone who is, uh, as far as, as far as I can tell from all available evidence, taking money from his son because his son is getting lucrative contracts and deals because Joe Biden is in office and it's, it seems to follow a, a certain pattern 
And there's a, a good amount of evidence that Joe Biden is uh, actually taking money from some of these foreign interests. So it'd be really, you know, it's going to be really fun to have a president who may have been bought by China. Uh, and, you know, the dementia, that always adds a little bit of fun to it. And then we'll have a vice president who is um, uh, someone uh, cackles like an evil witch and has actually kept people in prison past their release dates because they wanted to have free labor for the state of California. So just, you know, really great people across the board. And even if, let's, let's say even if, you know, there's, there's no real evidence that Joe Biden is, is taking money from China. Okay. Uh, this is a guy who has been a senator from Delaware for forever. Delaware is where a lot of major corporations incorporate because they have uh, very, very friendly laws for businesses. And that's where the credit card companies are. He has been a shill for the credit card companies for forever, like decades. That's who he's working for. He's not working for the little man. He's not working for the minorities. He's working for the credit card companies. And this is the guy who did the 94 crime bill. And I, I, I didn't really see that many problems with the 94 crime bill, not having looked into it all that much. And then someone, uh, you know, brought up the fact that there are there are different uh, different charges um, for possessing cocaine and for possessing crack, and maybe that was just because the uh, you know the crack epidemic it seemed like it was a bigger deal. But either way, uh, it it disproportionately affects black people. So why is he suddenly the guy? That it just it just doesn't make sense. I think what they're going to do is get him in office, and as soon as they can, get him out of office. That's why Nancy Pelosi was talking about the 25th Amendment several months ago, and she even said it wasn't for Trump, uh, even though they're trying to do it now. And uh, speaking of Nancy Pelosi, what a terrible person. Who in their right mind tries to impeach someone after they're, they're out of office? That's crazy, all right? What is the point of this? Impeachment is to remove a president who is incapacitated, all right? So if Trump uh, went into a coma, we need to remove him as, as president and, and have a vice president step in. Okay, well, Trump is leaving tomorrow and they still want to have a trial because they've impeached him again because they say that he incited a riot. He did not. He absolutely did not. If you hear it on, um, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't really watch the uh, mainstream news all that much anymore. But I'm sure any channel except maybe Fox and then OAN and Newsmax, they're going to tell you that Trump incited a riot. They're going to leave off the fact that he said, "Let's peacefully march to the Capitol and cheer on our politicians." That's what the dude said, not to mention the fact that that protest was already going on when he was still talking. So obviously those people weren't there to listen to him. And then they were pushed to this point of going to the Capitol and trying to get in. They were already there. And um, for some reason, they were, they were being let in the door. I don't really understand how you can charge someone 
you know, for being in the Capitol when they're not supposed to be, if they were escorted in by the police, maybe, maybe at some point they said everybody leave and, and, and people didn't leave, but you know, there were people staying inside the little velvet ropes. Like everybody's just kind of walking around. Hey, what's going on here? Uh, so how are you going to charge them for that? Like, you're going to charge them for just showing up to the Capitol and, and being let in. I can understand, you know, you want to charge somebody who was breaking things. And uh, I saw some dude shot off a fire extinguisher in there. Okay. That, that seems reasonable to charge them. But how do you charge people who walked into a public building that under any other circumstances, they would be allowed to enter and they did absolutely nothing other than walk in. That's horseshit but they're going to keep doing this because I think the, uh, the leftists and the Democrats along with them, even those who are not actually leftists, uh, maybe they're just on the left, but they have jumped on this boat and everybody seems like they're losing their minds. And yes, I realize we still have a Christmas tree up and it is uh, January 19th, but uh, you know, after 2020 and 2021, who gives a fuck? You know what? We're, we're just going to leave that shit up all year. But um, what was I talking about? Back to the actual point that I may or may not have had. Um, these people are going to push and push and push. So I, I heard that Parler was back online after they had been kicked out. Uh, you know, Apple kicked them out of the app store. Google kicked them out of their app store. And Amazon shut down their servers, so they just didn't show up if you typed in the address. Well, uh, I typed in the address today, um, and it, it came up, but it's just, it's basically a landing page, and it says, you know, we'll be back. So they're still gone, and uh, this is just the beginning, uh, because they say that, you know, Parler was allowing, you know, it, people with uh you know to say violent things and incite incite violence and, and and whatever else okay uh that happens on twitter every second of the day go on twitter if you want i don't personally like to look at it because uh i feel compelled to argue with morons and that's that's really just a waste of time but if you go on there you will see the most vile hatred the the vitriol is just astonishing on on twitter and as long as it's left to right then you're okay if it's right to anywhere else no 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 even probably now center if it's center to the left no that's done too they don't want you to be able to have any opinion other than their own and they used to be a little bit quiet about that and now they're just going full out because at this point, I think they, they see that um, the door is open and they're running through it as fast as they can. Um, what they apparently have forgotten is that you're supposed to slow walk these things so that people don't notice it happening. A slippery slope, you know, you slide down a little bit, you slide down a little bit, and eventually you're at a place you don't recognize. Well, we're at a place that uh, the Constitution does not recognize in any way, shape, or form. And they're going to keep pushing us. So they're going to keep trying to de-platform people. And now you have this jackass, uh, Oliver Darcy, 
who is a uh, CNN analyst, and he was on um, talking with that, um, what's that cue ball's name? Brian Stelter. Uh, that, if that guy spends any more time shining his head, he's, he's just going to go straight through to skull. But this guy, Oliver Darcy, is actually asking and, 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 and more or less demanding that Facebook uh, allow or, or not allow people on there who he does not agree with. He, he basically said that he's trying to get, um, he's trying to get Fox kicked off uh, like cable. He doesn't want Fox to be seen anywhere. And he's also uh, basically arguing with Facebook and saying that, you know, all of these conservative right wing white supremacist, you know, add in all the usual language. These people are evil and you can't allow this. Um, what these moronic pseudo intellectuals do not seem to grasp is that it all depends on who the judge is in that case. So if we have free speech and you have the freedom to say whatever you want outside of you know actively inciting violence, then you can say whatever and the only judge is going to say, okay, well, is this actually inciting violence? No, all right, then leave it up. That's what these platforms are supposed to be doing because section 230 is saying that they're, they're, uh, they're, you know, they're a platform. They're, they're not actually deciding what goes up and what doesn't go up, but they've been doing that for years and years and years, and it's just getting worse and worse and worse. But this guy, uh, you know, all of these people, these, these crazy leftists who do not seem to understand that these same rules can be applied to them. He's saying that, you know, Fox shouldn't be on Facebook because, uh, you know, they, they say things that aren't true. Okay, dude, you work for CNN. For four years, your network has said that Trump is a Russian agent, that Russia colluded with him to get him elected. Now, in the year 2021, we're not allowed to say anything about the election in 2020. We can't make a slight suggestion or we will get banned. But for four years, the Democrat party and the leftists in the media said that every single day. They were so sure of it. And then, uh, you know, Mueller comes out and says, oh, well, you know, we don't really have any evidence. You know, seems like they were kind of doing some, you know, some things we don't like, but there's no way we could charge them with anything. Okay. So um, that means they didn't do it because they were spying on Trump while he was a candidate. That is absolutely worse than anything Nixon did. The Obama administration, including Joe Biden, that dude was in the office when they were talking about this. They spied on a rival political campaign with the FBI, with the CIA. They actively spied on them and they pretended that they were looking for some evidence of Russia, you know, Russian interference. There was none, but that didn't stop them from spying. Um, that's, where, that's where you have, I, I think that was a real turning point. Uh, when you have a sitting president spying on uh, a, a political candidate and then an incoming president, that's insane. And, 
and like I think I think Trump knew he like he said that uh, like they had the Trump Tower wiretapped and all these people you know on CNN were saying oh that's crazy they would never do that no they yeah they did it we know they did it everybody knows that now or everybody who pays slight attention to some outside source other than like CNN and NBC but uh, we're we're getting to the point where. All of this is going to end very badly because when you have one party who obviously is not trying to go along with a, a peaceful transfer of power, when a president is spying on the incoming president, that's not really conducive to a, a peaceful transfer. And then you have, uh, after that, that same person who was spied on, now he feels that the election was stolen. and they don't want to peacefully transfer power over, even though he said now that, that they will, that doesn't really matter because now we have two very polar opposites. You have the left who don't want to give up power and you have the right who don't want to give up power. And they both see this, uh, they, they both see the other as an existential threat. That is going to lead to a war. That is going to lead to a civil war whether it's a hot war or, or, or whether it's something else. Um, you know, people talk about fourth and fifth generation warfare. That's all well and good. Uh, you know, maybe, you know, Twitter and Facebook, that's, that's okay. You can disseminate information that way. And it's really easy to turn people's minds. Uh, that doesn't work if the power goes out. None of that shit matters anymore if there's no electricity. And don't you think the first thing they're going to do is hit the electricity? blow up those servers, then, oh, shit, there's nothing they can do. They can't convince anybody of anything. You know, they, then they might have TV stations. You can solve that pretty easily. But again, electricity being the key factor here. Um, so fourth generation and, and fifth generation warfare, that works unless you can uh, eliminate those issues. And then we're back to regular old guns and knives. And um, <clears throat> I think it's very clear uh, what side would win in that situation, uh, not only because the, the right has more guns, has more experience with them, and has more experience in, in, in physical capability, I think, in, in general. Um, they also have way more people who are either ex-military or current military. Uh, outside of the, you know, the top echelon officers, I think a lot of those guys are obviously Democrats. I mean, I can't believe Mattis is, ah, uh, Mattis, man, he's got a lot of good quotes, but um, he seems to be a little bit of a, of a lefty, at least to me. Um, so, you know, the military's on that side, and then you have the, you know, intelligentsia, these pseudo-intellectuals who are, are just capable of regurgitating the same information over and over. And that's why they won't debate you. I, I've tried to debate these people. They just, they freak out. And it's really, it's, it's really fun to screw with them because it's not hard. All you have to do is, is say something that uh, they consider to be, like it's their version of blasphemy. And you can just see the fuses popping. It's, uh, it, it was really fun. <laughs> it was really fun to do that, especially in law school. Um, you know, because some of those kids, you know, they'd never had anybody argue that side before. They've all been with like these lefty, 
lefty types their whole life. They've, they've never even heard this alternate argument. And that's the real issue. And that's why I call them pseudo intellectuals. They may be smart people, but they're just not taught well. They're not taught to think outside the box. They're not taught to, to think about uh, anything other than what they've been told. So they get things drilled into them and, and that's their dogma and that's what they believe. And if there's anything outside that, they either say that it's evil or they refuse to accept that the argument is even being made. And so then they just say, ah, we don't, we don't want to deal with that. So, you know, they'll block you or do whatever they, they can't deal with it. Um, but you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really getting down to the wire. And I don't think that Trump has some plan to, uh, have the, the national guard turn tomorrow. And I don't think that, you know, really anybody's going to show up there and try to take over, you know, because that, that wouldn't even solve anything. I think what's going to happen is, um, this, this guy whose brain doesn't work is going to become the president and he's going to institute all these ridiculously stupid things that he's been talking about, uh, you know, outwardly racist things like saying, uh, you know, with the, with like this $1.9 trillion bailout he wants to do that they're going to help blacks and Hispanics and, and basically anybody except whites and Asians and, and also women, well, they're going to help all those businesses first. Right. So if you say that you're going to help one race at the uh, detriment of another, that's racist. That's a bigoted statement. That is the antithesis of what Martin Luther King talked about. You know, yesterday was Martin Luther King Day and all these people are, are you know, saying, you know, hashtag Black Lives Matter. Um, I'm pretty sure that dude said that all lives matter, you know, be judged by the content of your character, not the color of your skin. Except now the only thing that seems to matter is the color of your skin and your gender, even though you get to pick what your gender is on any given day. So I don't really understand how that's going to work. I'm just going to say that I'm a, a woman owned business and then uh, maybe I can get some money too, but we're, we're fast approaching, uh, what's probably a cliff if we have not already gone over that cliff and um it's gonna be really bad and there's not really much else i guess i have to say on that it's just gonna be it's gonna be a shit show and uh i i, I wish there was some way out of it but you know we're, we're at the point where the the republicans in power are just so afraid of being called racist or anything like that. And, you know, it, it, it makes sense because they know that the media will just take that and run with it. And then their reputation will basically be shot. Or they could take a page out of Trump's book and say, I'm not go fuck yourself. And that seemed to work. Right. But they just don't have the balls to do that. And um, it's unfortunate because a lot of the Democrats absolutely do. Uh, they'll say whatever they want and they don't care about any repercussions largely because there generally are no repercussions because if 95, you know, 97, 98, 9% of the media agrees with what you say or agrees with you in general, they agree with the direction you're headed. 
they're going to support you. They're going to ignore it. They're going to stamp it down like they did the Hunter Biden story. You know, oh, we're just not going to mention that. That's fake news. I mean, damn, NPR said, was it NPR or CBS or PBS? One of those two. I think it was NPR. They said they're not going to address this Hunter Biden story because it's like, it, they said it's like not worth the time. It's not news. It's, it's just uh, hearsay, you know, allegations. That's what the goddamn news is, man. You're supposed to investigate it and then come back and say, hey, yeah, this is what we found out. Not, oh, well, we don't really think that's important. That's, you know, people don't really care about that. That's not your damn choice. You tell us what's happening and we'll decide if it's important or not. That's how this works, all right? But not anymore, no. They just say, no, we, we don't think that's really worth talking about. And then a month later, after Joe Biden has been elected, oh, hey, by the way, guys, we just found out about uh, this whole story. And uh, wow, it looks kind of crazy. And uh, you know, now people, I, I think they did polls and they found out that uh, like five to 7% of people who voted for Joe Biden wouldn't have voted for him if they knew that information, if they knew that all of this information was pointing toward the fact that his son was in some, some kind of corrupt deal involving him with China. But nobody knows that because they hid the story. They stamped it down as hard as they could. So we're, just, we're, we're getting to the point where they're trying to keep anyone who uh, does not fall in lockstep with them out. They want to kick you out of uh, social media. They want to remove those people from television. They want to remove them from the internet. They want to kick you out of your job. They want you to not be able to work anymore if you don't agree with them. That's a whole other level. That's, uh, that, that's personal. So that's, that's, that's where you're going to see people getting hurt. When, when people are at the point where not only have we been locked down for almost a year now, and you know, we're supposed to just like keep going with this for you know, they, they don't even put a number on it anymore. It's, it's just, oh, we're just going to do this forever. This is the new normal. That's, yeah, they're, they're telling everybody this is the new normal. When they say that, uh, they're trying to condition you into believing that this is the new normal. This is not the new normal. This was not the new normal after the Spanish flu. And this shit is like, what, a tenth of the Spanish flu? I mean, it's not even close. And these deaths, they say, oh, 400,000 deaths today. Well, no, because if you count a COVID death as any time somebody dies with COVID, that's not how this works, man. Like if you have COVID and you get hit by a car, well, shit, that's a COVID death. Or, you know, all these little things. Oh, he had COVID and also he had terminal cancer. Well, that's a COVID death. Bullshit, man. That's bullshit. That's not how these numbers should be calculated. That's not how they've ever been calculated. But if for some reason, that's how they're calculated now. I wonder why that could be. Oh, it's because it helps out the Democrats and the leftists who are trying to push this country off the goddamn ledge because they hate it. Um, enemies of the Constitution, all right? So everybody's supposed to swear an allegiance to the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. All of these politicians, including the politicians who have said, uh, let's get rid of the Constitution. So at what point... Do, can we like kick these people out of office? At what point did they get arrested? If, if you swear an allegiance to the Constitution in front of the House or the Senate or whoever it is, and then you say, 
let's get rid of the constitution. Like at what point are people going to start saying, no, you don't get to be there anymore. I think we're at that point. And I think a lot of people have just been watching what these leftists are doing. They're, now they're actually saying what they think and everybody can see it and it's all over Twitter. And they, they just think they're really popular because they get a lot of good feedback from the other morons on Twitter. Well, they're also letting everybody else know exactly what they think and people are watching and people are remembering and people will remember what they said. So we're gonna see this come to a head very soon. Um, I don't think it'll be tomorrow. I think it, it might be at some point when uh, Joe Biden tries to uh, do this like this gun tax or, or just, you know, ban, uh, you know, ban magazines or, or whatever, you know, whatever bullshit they come up with, just, you know, fake terms they'll make up, assault weapons. That's not a thing. That's not a real thing. But they'll, they'll come up with something like that. And that will be it. Because there is a turning point. There, there is a point where people will no longer accept it. And when you go quickly to that point, people see that you're coming. If you don't sneak up on them, people will see you coming and they will stop you or they will at least try. And I think the people in this country would stop it. And that's why we have a second amendment to prevent governments from just deciding one day that your life, your rights don't matter anymore and they're gonna do whatever they want. No, that's why we're ready for it. That's why we've been ready for it for 200 some odd years. Everybody knows that eventually any government is going to corrupt itself. And I think we're at the point where our government has corrupted itself to a point of no return, but we'll see. So I um, guess we'll start doing this a lot more regularly, but uh, you know, looks like Joe Biden's going to be sworn in tomorrow. And um, I, I mean, maybe he'll make it through uh, or, I'm sure they'll have to have a teleprompter for the guy, but <clears throat> whatever, you know, I, I really hate to make fun of somebody for, for having dementia or Alzheimer's or something like that. But also this jackass is running for president. Um, and, and what kind of, what kind of person is his wife? She knows this is happening and she has pushed him out there as hard as anybody else. And she refuses to talk about it. <sighs> uh, Dr. Jill Biden. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you have an education doctorate. That's, that's the lowest tier. I have a Juris doctorate. Am I going to call myself Dr. Oren Ross? No, I'm not because I'm not a jackass. So on that note, we'll end it here. And uh, I guess I'll see you guys tomorrow if anybody ever watches this.